Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen to some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Welcome to an episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident asshole, as always, Ian Cusick. And I'm joined, as always, by the New Yorker, my good friend, Bryce Olds. Uh, I'd ask how you're doing today, Bryce, but um, sh- should we just go into the draft? Because I know a lot didn't go your way with that. Quite frankly, I'm disgusted. But we can get into that. All right. So, um, yep, uh, last night. April 25th, 2019, was uh, the first round of the NFL draft. And uh, there were some interesting selections, to say the least. Are we going to just the whole first round? Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, so uh, if you guys remember, we did mock drafts last week for our first round, and uh, we missed on a lot of them. Well, yeah. I, I started three for three. You did start three for three, and then... I don't know how I did after that, but I know I started three for three. Yeah, you missed a lot. I'm sure I did. Do, do you have that, like, the I numbers? Do, yeah, I do. Oh, well, I, don't okay. have the, I don't have the numbers exactly, but I've got I've got your picks, i got my picks. Oh, okay. And then I got the actual picks. So, uh, we might as well just start it off. Um, the first overall pick in the draft, the Arizona Cardinals... I had him taking Nick Bosa. You had him taking Kyler Murray. Obviously, like you just said, you went three for three to start. So they took Kyler Murray, which um, I wasn't a huge fan of at first. But uh, a couple hours ago, it seems like that they are about to deal Josh Rosen to the Miami Dolphins for a second-round draft pick in this draft. So, all right, I like it. You dealt Rosen. You've got your, uh, hopefully, your new franchise quarterback here. So I, I like this pick. Um, I know because I feel like they could have went with a need, you know, because they didn't need to do this. Yeah, but, and I understand that and all, but at least now they're getting another second round draft pick out of it. So that's why, that's a big part of why I like it. I'm not crazy about them picking quarterbacks in back-to-back drafts in the first round, but it seems like they're trying to do something here and I'm guessing they're probably going to try to build the team around Kyler now. So I can't hate that. It don't make sense to me. Well, new regime. They're going to have their new way of doing things, I guess. But, um, yeah. Uh, the second overall in the pick, the San Francisco 49ers selected Nick Bosa. You picked Bosa correctly. I had him taking Quinn and Williams because Bosa was already taken in my mock. Um, I mean, I think Bosa is probably... Would you say Bosa's probably the best player in this draft, at least, maybe? I think talent-wise, yeah. I think he is. Um, I don't think there's a player like him in the draft. He's definitely the best edge rusher. Um, This is a great pick for the 49ers. I mean, really. Definitely, and um, when I was listening to them describing how this pick is going to work on NFL Network... Um, how they could do this is they're going to have Bosa and D Ford on the edge, and then they're going to move Solomon Thomas inside where he's supposed to be better. So now I, I really, really were, like that. 
I thought they were looking to trade Thomas. They are looking to trade Thomas, but if they're going to keep him, he's supposedly, he's supposedly better as an interior defender anyways. So uh, that could be very interesting. Um, with the third overall pick, the New York Jets selected Quinn and Williams, defensive tackle out of Houston. Oh, wait, Alabama, not Houston. My bad, I misread some things. Nice. That's an owl version. Yeah, that, yeah. I was looking at my mock, and then I realized, wait, hold on a second. That ain't right. Now, they took Quinn Williams, defensive tackle out of Alabama. Uh, I had him going second to the San Francisco 49ers only, well, yeah, because he was the next best defensive player on the board. But since Bosa was taken at two, the Jets took him at three. That's a natural fit. That defensive line's filthy now. Yeah, that team's really stacked. They made the right pick, man. They that did. was... That was definitely the guy. Well, granted, I don't feel like any teams. He's gonna be good. Any team that landed Quinn and Williams wouldn't be making a bad pick per se. No, definitely not. So here's where the draft gets uh, scuffed. Scuffed, yes. Um, with the fourth overall pick in the draft, the Oakland Raiders took a linebacker. Or, well, an edge rusher, per se. Not quite a linebacker, I don't think. But um, not Josh Allen, the obvious choice there at four. Uh, they took Cleland Farrell. Uh, now, I will say this. This isn't the worst thing they could have done. Um, definitely not. Farrell is good. He's a good player. I just don't see why not. Like, if you're going to go edge right there and Josh Allen's on the board, um, why not? Why not Josh Allen? But, Farrell's good. I feel like they could have got him with a later pick. Yeah, I had Farrell in my mock going at... Where did I have Farrell going? I had him going at 22 to Baltimore, mm. who they traded out, so I'm sure he could have been there at 24 which was uh, the Raiders' second first-round pick. He, they could have definitely gotten him there if they wanted him. But honestly, Pharrell, talented player, I still would have taken Josh Allen. Yeah, Josh Allen's better, but not the worst pick they could have made. All right. With the fifth overall pick, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers selected Devin White, linebacker out of LSU. This was the first pick I got right in this mo- in this draft, and I think it was... There weren't many I got right in this one. I had a very bad mock. Um. Well, again, Josh Allen on the board, but I, I like this pick for the Bucks because they need a guy like this. Absolutely, they needed I, they needed defense, and you know, he's one of the best players in the draft. And, he uh, he could definitely end up being the best defensive player of this draft. Really, I mean, it's very possible. It's like it. I know Bosa's great and all, but White, I feel like White's going to be your... Like, I've said it a bunch of times, he's going to be your guy for a decade. Yes. Like, yeah, he he definitely... I mean, he had, like, 130 tackles his senior season at LSU, I want to say, something like that. He just... Or his, not, I don't know if it was his senior season, but he had a massive amount of tackles. He was all over the field, making plays all over the place. It's hard to screw up a pick like that. So let's let's hope Tampa Bay doesn't fuck this up. With the sixth overall pick in the draft, um, 
You know what? You you should. You, you've got some. No, announce it, and then I'll and then I'll go. Uh, well, the New York Football Giants selected a quarterback, not named Dwayne Haskins, not named Drew Locke, not even named Will Greer. No, he's no. That's that's too far. I, that was. I mean, Will Greer's too far. He's better than Will. I'm, yes. Yes, he is. Uh, Daniel Jones from Duke at six. Well, here's my my problem. I have a lot of problems. I have two problems with this. Uh, we didn't take... There were two QBs on the board better, which is problem number two for me. Um, problem number one is... All I heard was... All I heard from Gettleman, all these Gettleman quotes was we're going to take the best player available. We're going to take the guy with the most talent at our position. Fine. But I, I are was, you was Daniel Jones really the sixth most talented you, guy in this draft? Are you going to tell me Daniel Jones is more talented than Josh Allen? No. You're not cuz it's it's just not the case. It's not true. Um so I don't get what the whole thing is with I, I don't I just don't get what Gettleman is doing because we look at pick seventeen was, well, Dexter Lawrence was pick seventeen so Gettleman after all this time like saying oh we're gonna get a pass rusher it's like priority one he didn't draft a pass rusher he didn't get one are we gonna blitz DeAndre Baker. Yeah, run them fucking corner blitzes all day. All, listen, I know Madden 2020 not out yet. That might be the meta, but... Oh, tr- Madden 19, the corner blitzes are... Uh... They're probably terrible. Nah, they're not... It depends on which ones you're running. <sighs> but... Why... I'm just so confused. Why not get a pat... Why not just take Josh Allen? Just take Josh... Who cares? Like, okay, Daniel Jones, maybe. There's the slim chance... Actually, there was no chance because the Redskins were never taking Daniel Jones. That was just fluff, so we'd look stupid at six, and it worked, of course. But I don't understand. Like, I think Gettleman should have realized that the fact that Washington didn't trade up before our pick, that should have been a little um, spoiler that they they didn't want Daniel Jones. If they wanted Daniel Jones that bad, they would have traded above us. It doesn't make sense. I, I can't believe it. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to the Giants franchise. This is the... It, it, I, I promise you, this will be the worst thing that ever happens. I, it, we've drafted the last three senior bowl MVPs. One of them is a Jet right now. Um, one of them is our third-string quarterback, and the other is our second-string quarterback. So, well, I think maybe Gettleman just doesn't care. I think Gettleman... He's clearly... He clearly doesn't know what he wants. Like he wants to, like, He wants to win the Super Bowl while tanking. I don't know... What he what he thinks is going to happen? First of all, 
we're not talented enough to even make the playoffs. I don't think we're even talented enough to finish top two in the division. Um, we're even we're not better than Washington, so probably last. We're gonna finish last again. I think that's obvious. Um, we're we're not we're not built for this deep run that he thinks we're built for. We're not built for anything because we're not a good team. And the problem is he he came here and we had obvious problems and holes. But instead of filling those problems and holes, he created new ones and neglected the the obvious ones. It mm-hmm. it's baffling. I've never seen anyone worse. Like this is the worst this is the worst pick of the draft and it will it'll be that way. It'll always be that way. But I just don't get why he made it. Why did he feel like he had to do that? He could have he could have traded back in at thirty and got it Daniel Jones. He didn't need to do that at six. He could have went Josh Allen and everything I would have been fine with it. But that's not what he wanted. He doesn't want to win games. I guess. I don't know. Does he? I have no idea what he wants. Are we tanking for Trevor Lawrence? But why would you take why would you take Daniel Jones at six if you wanted Lawrence? I, well, why did they take Rosen last year? If they just wanted Murray. You see what I mean? Like are we yeah, following the new are we following the unproven brand new Arizona Cardinals model? I don't know what we're doing anymore. Like I know we liked Herbert. We gonna draft Herbert next year if he wins the Senior Bowl? I guess. I I would honestly like that. To be honest with you, I mean I know Tua Tua and Fromm and all of them are coming out next year, but Herbert's good too. I don't know, man. I just don't understand why. I don't understand. <sighs> I don't understand any of it, man. I think Gettleman... I think he's doing it on purpose because he's a Boston guy, but... Um, oh, so he's doing this to spite them for, like... I don't know, 07, 07 I guess. 07, 2011. Even though I, he's never worked with the Patriots, to my knowledge. He might have, I don't know. I don't, I don't think he has... You know, the Patriots would probably not be good today if he did, so... Well, Belichick's been the GM since 2000, so... Yeah, well... I don't know. It's just baffling. It really is. I... Ben McAdoo was better than this. Like, Ben McAdoo, as a person and as a coach, was doing better than Gettleman is right now. But Gettleman still has his job. I don't, I don't know. We were in... We ran McAdoo out of town pretty fast, but yeah, yeah, you guys. Uh, not he had one bad season and he got ran out of town. Gettleman's had Gettleman's had one really bad off season, and he's, he's still here. Well, uh, Gettleman has never worked with the Patriots. He's actually worked a lot with the Giants, but um. He did work with the Bills for a little bit in the 80s, but that was it. That's the closest I got to the Patriots, so... I could not tell you why he's so bad. 
Like, he just doesn't understand it, I guess. Like, he wants to build this... He, he always brings up the Chiefs model. What the hell does that mean, the Chiefs model? You sat... You sat a good quarter... A great quarterback prospect behind... Like... Behind Alex Smith, who's decent. We're gonna sit... A Q, like probably the fourth best QB in the draft behind Eli Manning without any good receivers. Well, without super any superstar talent on the outside, it's just not going to work. He's ruined this franchise. He ruined it. He's ru- He ruined all of this. He ruined the game of football for Giants fans. Yeah, and he'll feel out, it. Shout out to that Giants fan that won 100 years of season tickets. He put them on StubHub. They're on StubHub. He already put them on StubHub? Yeah, they're on StubHub. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I feel so bad. His kids were so happy. No, no, they're on StubHub. Oh, that's... He ain't going. That's unfortunate. No, it's not. Get that bag, bro. He won free season tickets for 100 years. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. no. Shout out to him. He secured the bag, but... Get that bag, bro. I I don't know. They can't tell him he can't do that. Yeah, no, those are his tickets now. Yeah, those are his for a hundred years. He could put them on StubHub all he wants. There you go. I would do it. To, I would give him right back. I would as soon as they announced that pick, I would have walked right back on the stage and hand him back. <laughs> oh man, I'm not. I'm not watching another snap of this till Gettleman's fired. Ridiculous. All right, that was a lot more tame than I was expecting. I was, I, I thought you. I just don't care anymore. Honestly, I just don't care. But um, moving forward, with the seventh overall pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars took Josh Allen. So uh, pick right after, which uh, should have been Josh Allen. I guess the Jags decide to uh, bring back hashtag Saxonville for this season. I really hope they don't do that because that was corny as shit, but... They might have to. I mean, I don't... I understand, like, Josh Allen was the best player available, yes. But it's like, you gotta address the O-line at some point, right? That's why Maybe. I had him taking Jawan Taylor, but... Jawan Taylor is not... He's not, even, he's, he's not even drafted. Well, available day two. It's ridiculous. He should not have gone day two, especially with some of the guys that got drafted. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. I it does because I know Josh Allen's good and all, but like, do you really want to win three nothing every game? Is that what you want? Like, you know, that that's probably a question for the uh, Jacksonville for, front for Tom Coughlin. Tom Coughlin, whoever's making these picks. Oh man! All right. So the draft just starts to get funkier and funkier from here. So uh, eighth overall, the Detroit Lions took TJ Hawkinson from Iowa. Again, you need to stop drafting tight ends. I know Hawkinson's good. He's a very good player, but I know I feel like I feel like Hawkinson, you know, sure, probably the best tight end in this draft. But you could have probably traded back a little bit and gotten him. I don't know if eight was Um, maybe, but I see why they did it. I don't I wouldn't have done that, but I can understand why. He is good. He's a very good player. Yeah, the better just hope he doesn't wind up like Ebron because the last tight end that was taken top 10 in a draft was 2014 with Ebron, and he got taken at 10. He was a yeah, well, listen, he's elite in Indianapolis. Yeah, it's crazy, right? It's almost like they need a quarterback. 
Mm. Well, that's uh, that's getting dicey. <laughs> they don't like. They hate when you tell them that, though. They scream at you. But I mean, I've never met a Lions fan, so I I can't comment on that. Oh, they're not a fun group. Speaking of fans that are fun groups, uh, with the ninth overall pick, the Buffalo Bills selected Ed Oliver, defensive tackle from Houston. I would have went O line, but I would have got O line or wide receiver here. But I don't, I don't hate Ed Oliver per se. I mean, very talented. He's good. He's very, very good. Very fast off the ball. Very, very good at uh, breaking blocks. But uh, I, I, I can't knock him for picking him here. But I don't know if I would have done that. Maybe day two they'll get an alignment, but we'll see. Guess we'll have to see. All right, uh, tenth overall, we got our first uh, trade in the draft. The Pittsburgh Steelers traded to move up ten spots with the Denver Broncos to select Devin Bush. Love this pick a lot. Yeah, it's a good pick for them. It's a good pick for them. You know, he fits into their uh, their. Uh, their kind of beef thing, you know, the the patty corny beef stuff that they do. He he fits in there. Cause remember, remember when he like he spit on and cleated up the Michigan State logo. I don't recall that, but if that that's really last happened, year, then... yes, you find it on you know after you should watch it. It's actually pretty entertaining. All right. <laughs> um, it happened. It was recent. It was last season. He did that. Huh. They Michigan did win the game, but well, that's what yeah, he he fits in there. He is good. He's a good player. All right, uh, pick eleven. The Cincinnati Bengals selected Jonah Williams, tackle from Alabama. Um, it's about it's about time they start picking fucking uh, I, linemen. Yeah, but maybe salvage what's left of Andy Dalton here. I guess. I don't know, man. I would have went Jawan. But I mean, Jawan's probably the best tackle in the draft, so it's that's why I had him going seven to Jacksonville. That's why I'm shocked he didn't even get picked in the first round. But um, I had Metcalf going seven to Jacksonville. He, he's still on board too. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? I had yeah. Metcalf going nine. <sighs> but um, hey, at least they're making the right pick here. Um. I don't know if they're gonna, if they're trying to salvage Andy Dalton, or if they're just trying to build up an offensive line for a, a round two quarterback, or maybe like Drew Locke or something. I don't know, but yeah, didn't you have Drew Locke go intended the Broncos? I did, yeah. Yeah, on the board too. I had a lot of guys not get drafted. It was a very hard year. This was a ver- there's a lot of talent in this draft. No, it's just because it's insane. Like yeah. everyone's, everyone's just crazy. Let me see. I'm just gonna actually do a quick look over. One, two, three, uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and eleven of my thirty-two guys didn't get drafted in the first round. That's bad. That's rough. Well, you you missed out on a lot of guys too. I'm sure I did, because I said Drew Locke, I'm sure. Uh, you had Locke going 13 to Ten. Miami. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, no, you had Denver taking Haskins. That's true, but Haskins got picked at 15. So. He did, yeah. But, uh, 
we got a couple other picks to get through. So, um, pick 12, the Green Packers selected Rashawn Gary. Um, I like it for them. I like, I like it, them. but I still think that they should have... Well, they got, their, they got their DB a little bit later in the night, but I don't know if... I mean, well, honestly... They picked the first DB of the night at 21 when they traded up. So I guess I can't say they should have gone DB here because the people that were there at 12 were there at 21. So yeah. I guess I, I I like it. All right. Um, They picked up a couple edge rushers in the offseason, so I guess they're looking for younger guys to develop in the meantime. But uh, hey, they made the, they made a good pick talented player and uh it's about damn time that they actually do some things about defense because they took Jair last year and he he balled out so it's almost like uh drafting defense is a good thing almost every now and then it's a smart thing to do uh moving on to pick 13 the Miami Dolphins selected Christian Wilkins defensive tackle out of Clemson it's a good pick yeah good pick um good pick we both had him going quarterbacks here. I had Kyler falling all the way here, which was uh, that that's, did that not was happen. Rough. Yeah, no, that missed on that one just a little bit. And you had uh, you had Drew Locke going here, so I thought Flores would have wanted a new QB to work with, but I guess that's not well, the case. Well, you know they are trying to acquire Josh Rosen, so yeah, maybe they'll take Rosen or Locke still there too. So true, true. Oops. Maybe maybe Arizona will throw everyone for a loop and use pick forty eight that they're getting in this trade to take Locke. Lock, oh just, my god, uh, Lock Rosen and Murray that that would be interesting. Oh no, they, they, don't won't, even, they won't have Rosen and Lock. Nah, just don't even trade them. Don't even, trade just drop Lock. Someone, trade someone else to get four, at forty. Just draft keep drafting quarterbacks all seven all seven rounds. Draft quarterback. Yes, that's that's that, that's how you build a roster. All right. That would uh, that would own that would own the new age of the people that say quarterbacks the most important position. Fine, we'll draft seven. <laughs> draft seven. Have them play different positions during the season. Yep. They, like they fucking rotate during the season, so we don't have one. Yeah, you're the wildcat formations. Be crazy. <laughs> one week you got Kyler starting at quarterback. The next week you got Rosen. Then the week after you give Locke the start. That's a good time. They do like a weekly rotation, like how they do in baseball with pitchers. <laughs> Oh, this is that's good. And Cliff Kingsbury will have a good time. Yes, yeah, he'll uh, all the memes. All right, so uh, pick fourteen. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons for some reason did not go greedy. Williams here. He's one of the guys that I had going earlier in the day. Yeah, I had him going did twelve. Not even, yeah, I had him going fourteen. So uh, a little interesting, but uh, they picked a very talented uh, guard here, Chris Lindstrom out of Boston College. Fun fact: he lives actually pretty close to where I go to college in the same town. Uh, he went to high school in the town that, like, the high school is, like, right next to my college. So that's pretty interesting. Probably the no, most not- noteworthy it's... thing to happen in Dudley, Massachusetts in the last 35 years. But, uh... It's a sad place. It's it's the middle of nowhere. But, um... Yeah, I like this. Uh, Atlanta building up an offensive line. They, uh desperately need that. I still think defensive back was their biggest need, so I was a little weird when they took two offensive linemen in the first round, but again, offensive line's important, and uh, yeah, that's all I really got to say about that. 
you got anything to say about that, or should we move on? Um, it's. I mean, I would have went greedy if he was there. Well, he is still there, but he didn't get picked in the first round, which stunned me. But definitely one of the biggest surprises of that first round. All right, pick fifteen. The Washington Indigenous Peoples selected Dwayne Haskins, quarterback from Ohio State. So that's a little bit of an insult to injury for you, Bryce, because not only did the Giants not take Haskins, no, it's not. you now have to play him twice a year. But no, it's not an insult to injury because I don't care. All right. Can't insult me if I don't care. Fair enough. All right. Um, my only question is. How many fucking quarterbacks is Washington going to have on their roster this year? Because I don't know. If Alex Smith's probably going to go right to IR. Um, probably like, I don't know, Smith on IR and like two others. I have no idea. The injury bug is just going to be fucking crazy. It, it threw that whole thing for a loop. but uh, <laughs> They weren't picking Haskins if Smith doesn't go down. So. Yeah, if Smith doesn't shatter his leg, then... Well, they probably aren't picking at 15 either, because... No, they probably have been playoff team. Probably. But, uh, pick 16. The Carolina Panthers took Brian Burns, edge rusher from Florida State. It's good. Love it. Love, it's a good pick. love, love the pick. It's a good pick for them. They needed that. Yeah, he's... insane. And I had him going 19 to Tennessee... Got it around there, obviously, but, um, you know, this is going to be kind of like a younger Julius Peppers in a sense because, you know, they yeah, just lost him. I mean, maybe young, maybe uh, when he was a few years younger, but. I don't know, man. He's going to be producing a lot this season. I really like the pick here for Carolina. All right, pick 17, the New York Giants. You already mentioned this pick a little bit earlier, but uh, they took Dexter Lawrence, defensive tackle out of Clemson. I, I guess you got the hole that Snacks once occupied. That doesn't make sense to me either. Why draft Snacks? Why not just keep him if we were just going to redraft Snacks? Like, did you want younger Snacks? I guess so. I don't fucking know what you... Did snacks get stale? I <laughs> <laughs> like food. I <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, like food. You know, that was so funny. <laughs> please just end me right now. Just do it. Like, just please just do it. I, I don't, I don't want anymore. Just for the record, for legal reasons, we do not encourage suicide. But, no comment. Uh, no comment from Bryce on that one. All right. Um, Pick 18, the Minnesota Vikings select Garrett Bradbury, a center from North Carolina State. Uh, fine, who cares? Boring. I mean, they picked an offensive lineman. That's what they needed. Kirk Cousins. A center, though? That's weird. You know, they, they just need offensive line help. <laughs> just anywhere. Literally anywhere. Kirk Cousins was getting mauled in the pocket last year. That's true. That is true. Pick 19, the Tennessee Titans selected Jeffrey Simmons, defensive tackle from Mississippi State. I was a little surprised to see him go in the first round, especially with that whole thing about him when he like hit that woman when he was... This was a few years ago, obviously, but we're going to talk about something later that proves that the NFL does not care about that sort of thing anyways. But uh, you, probably under, you probably already know what that is, so 
I don't even know why I have to uh, beat her up like that. I don't know if it'll be in the title or not, but we'll see. Well, recent events. Probably recent not. Enough. But, um, I mean, yeah, he's he's talented. I think they might have reached a little bit here, but maybe. I don't know. Uh, pick 20. This is on the back end of the Steelers-Broncos trade. The Denver Broncos selected the other Iowa tight end, Noah Fant. All I have to ask is why. They I mean, need a tight end. They tight end is a need, yes, but it is it more of a need than getting a quarterback or getting, you know, really? I don't know. I mean, dude. I mean, like, I don't know. At least Elway picked an offensive player this time. He's I, getting close. He's getting closer. Yeah, he he'll get there eventually if he can make it through the next this season without getting fired. He can probably maybe next year he'll get a position that's of like immediate need. Like quarterback. Like quarterback or wide receiver or, I don't know, maybe corner. Uh, Chris Harris wants out, apparently, or he wants a new deal. I mean, well, they need to stop drafting defenders, man. They need to chill on the edge rushers for a bit. Man, I know Vaughn and Chubb is good, but need offense, too. Can't be winning games 3 nothing. That's not sustainable. Um, Alright. So, pick 21 in the draft. The Seattle Seahawks traded this pick to the Green Bay Packers. And the Packers selected Darnell Savage Jr. from Maryland. Mm. Could have went better. Could have had a better corner. Um, Definitely could have had a better corner. There's a bunch of better corners better, I think, personally. But... I don't hate pairing him up with Amos here in the in the backfield of the defense, because uh, this guy he's looking like he's more of a he's more of a cover guy to go to pair with Amos, who's really good in just about anything really. Uh, he's very fast, from what I hear. I don't remember what his forty time was, but he was very very fast. Like he, uh, all right. So he was sub four four on his forty time. So just to uh, just for reference there. Pick 22 in the draft. The Baltimore Ravens traded back a little bit to the air, or to the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, who selected Andre Dillard. Uh, arguably the best pass-protecting tackle in this draft in terms of, like, pure pass protector. Um, yeah. Very... It's a, it's a good pick for the, uh, ugh, for the Eagles here because, you know, they need offensive line help, and Dillard... I still think Juwan Taylor's a better tackle, but Dillard is still very, very talented. Great pick here. Um, I'm guessing they're going to be using him at left tackle. They're going to let Lane Johnson keep doing what he's doing. But uh, Jason Peters, he's going to be 38 next offseason. I'm guessing this is their uh, replacement. Pick 23, another offensive tackle. The uh, Houston Texans selected Titus Howard from Alabama State. Again, not Juwan Taylor, but at least they're doing something about it because I've mentioned this the last two episodes. 
Deshaun Watson got sacked something like 65 times or something last season. And for a mobile quarterback, you can't be letting your franchise quarterback getting sacked that many times. You just can't. No. He, um, he needed this online pick. For sure. I would have went Taylor again, but... Uh-huh. All right, so pick 24 in the draft, the second Raiders pick. This one came from the Khalil Mack trade. The Raiders selected running back Josh Jacobs from Alabama. First running back gone in the draft. I guess this isn't a very running back heavy draft. Um, I think I had him going 25 to Philadelphia, so around the same spot in the draft. But um, with Marshawn Lynch just retiring so, uh, again, I think he's probably going to stay retired this time. But uh, yeah, Josh Jacobs, he's very, very talented, but... I don't know. A lot of people weren't crazy about this pick, and I'm not really sure why. Um, I don't know. I mean, I thought it was a good pick. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, pick 25 in the draft. This came from the Eagles-Ravens trade that was just mentioned. Uh, they, the first wide receiver off the board in this draft, uh, Marquise Brown, Antonio Brown's cousin from Oklahoma. Uh, kind of a smaller wide receiver, but he's a very good deep threat, very fast. The only issue here is they don't have a quarterback that is a deep threat quarterback. Like, Lamar Jackson ain't exactly known for his ability to throw a ball 35 yards. No. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, maybe they want to go slant goes. Um, maybe, but you still need if he's gonna be throwing the the go start. I, I mean, yeah, he's a very talented wide receiver, very, uh, very good pick here. But I don't know if pairing him with Lamar Jackson is necessarily. I mean, listen, I guess we'll see how it goes. I guess we'll see how it goes. Um, pick 26. The Colts traded out like I predicted. This time they traded to the Washington Redskins. Who traded, or who uh, selected, rather, Montez Sweat, defensive end out of Mississippi State. It's a good pick. Man. Very good pick, yeah. Um, they had a lot of needs. I thought they were going to go wide receiver here. But, um, again, Sweat, very talented, very explosive off the ball. He was supposed to be a really high draft pick. He had that heart condition that apparently was misdiagnosed, so that just hurt his draft stock. But now the Redskins, they were sold on him, decided it was worth trading back into the first round to get him. Can't say I blame him. He's going to be good. I think him and Kerrigan will be good together. I agree, yeah. The third Raiders pick in the draft, 27th overall. Uh, This is from the Amari Cooper trade back in October, I think. They selected another Mississippi State defender, Jonathan Abram, a safety. Um, It's not bad. 
it's not an awful pick. I mean, he's not he's apparently he's not very good in coverage, but he's also a very he's a very good tackler, very hard hitter. He's kind of like a linebacker at safety from what I've seen. He's a little undersized to play linebacker, but he's a really strong hitter. But um Again, I think there are better guys at safety. Maybe they're trying to do something in particular here. They want someone who's really good at stopping the run. But uh, from what I hear in coverage, he's just not good. Like he's yeah. a guy that like they're going to be actively targeting. In uh, in the passing game. So, guess we'll uh, we'll see. Uh, pick 28, the Los Angeles Chargers selected Jerry Tillery, defensive tackle from Notre Dame. Uh, I like it. I, I like it, yeah. It's an interesting pick, to say the least. Um, I don't know if... I don't know if defensive tackle was an immediate need as much as, say, like going for a cornerback or going for a wide receiver perhaps, because they just did lose Tyrell Williams their number two guy but uh, he's he's talented, I can definitely see why they selected him, I think it might have been a bit of a reach, but at this point in the draft, if you reach for someone is it really that bad? No, I mean, you can get away with a pick like that All right, here was an interesting one. So this was the Seahawks' second pick at pick 29. This is what they got from trading Frank Clark to the Chiefs. Uh, from TCU, they select defensive end LJ Collier. And, um, yeah, they, they're working on that pass rush. Definitely something that they're going to want to restock on because it's been... What what's the word to describe how that pass rush has been this off season? Or it just hasn't been very good. No, it is not. It's not quite what it was like with the Legion of Boom per se. But um, yeah, I mean, solid pass rusher, very good run stuffer. It's an interesting pick, but I can understand why they took him. Yeah, I can't do. All right, pick 30. This is uh, from Seattle via Green Bay and New Orleans. So this pick's been passed around a lot. But uh, it wound up with your New York football Giants, Bryce. And you want to talk about DeAndre Baker a little bit? I'm happy with this pick. This is the only pick in the first round I'm, I'm happy with. Uh, DeAndre Baker, I'm a fan. He's pretty shut down. I like it. We needed a corner. I don't mind trading up out of the second round pick we had for it. Um, I like this pick. I, I I was a fan of this move. Yeah, it's a very solid pick. You know, uh, your corners are very depleted, to say the least. You know, Janoris Jenkins is starting to get old. He's still a solid corner, but you need multiple corners in a defense. But uh, I like the pick. It's good. Uh, good positional need. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what he can do there. I'm excited. Uh, pick 31, the Rams traded out of the first round to the Atlanta Falcons. I mentioned this earlier, this time they took uh, Caleb McGarry, tackle out of Washington. Um, again, 
not Jawan Taylor. So why, why? I don't know. I mean, did they just forget that Taylor was on was available and they thought McGarry was their next best guy? Or I I don't know. I feel like, I feel like Taylor here would have made too much sense, but. There's a reason why they're NFL GMs, and I'm just here doing a podcast on a Friday afternoon. I guess. I guess so. All right. I mean, yeah, it fits a need. They need offensive line, especially tackles. But why not Joan Taylor? I don't know. It's it's a mystery. Don't make sense to me either. All right, and wrapping up the first round. The Patriots, I'm very excited because with pick 32, they took Nikhil Harry out of Arizona State. I had him going to the Colts if they didn't trade it at, like, pick 26. I don't remember if you had him going in the first round. I believe I did. Uh, I'm just looking right now. Nikhil Harry, you had – I don't think you did, actually. I should have. Oh, yeah, you had him going 15 to Washington. Right. All right. So, yeah, pick 32. Um, <laughs> I'm very excited. Um, we lost a lot of wide receivers, just a lot of pass catchers this offseason. We lost uh, Chris Hogan and Cordero Patterson. Josh Gordon, who even knows if he's going to play football again. Gronk retired. So, Harry's going to make an immediate impact alongside Julian Edelman uh, Austin Safarian Jenkins, Demarius Thomas. Uh, you gonna name someone good? I named Edelman, and I'm, I'm, <laughs> I said someone good. And I named someone good. Edelman's shit. No, he's what? Oh. All right, I'm. That is blasphemous. First no, of all, no, it's not. Take those PEDs away. What's he gonna do next year? Whatever. Nikhil Harry, very talented. He's going to make an immediate impact. And Unfortunately, we're not going to see him get if, to do what he can do because they'll just have him running slants. If I, hear, if I see one Boston sports account saying Brady has no tar- Brady has no weapons anymore, I, they're getting slapped on sight, first of all. But yeah, I, it's a terrifying throw. I'm, I, I I'm shaking. You, you of all people should be shaking, Bryce, because... Yeah, I'm shaking. Yeah. I'm, I'm really... <laughs> Burr. Chills. Fuck you, man. All right. Well, anyways, we should actually talk about Nikhil Harry a little bit. Very, very talented. I think that this is really going to... It's going to open up the field a lot more, so... Even though you, you're just going to say, oh, he's going to run fucking slants. Yes, that's all they're going to do. That's all I need him to do. I think they're going to do a lot more than that. It's going to... Like what? They're not throwing to him deep. Why not? Because he can't. I'm Tom Brady sure hitting those throws. Yeah, he can. Not, he ain't hitting them 30 yards. Did you not see when they played the Colts, he threw a perfect dime to Josh Gordon in double coverage from like 50 yards away? Josh Gordon. The same Josh Gordon. It, it could be. No, it can't be because his name's Neil Harry. guess we'll have to see then 
So uh, yeah, that winds that wraps up the first round. Uh, we're a couple hours away from the second round starting. I don't know if we're going to even do a rest of the draft recap. We might just talk about some of the more interesting we'll, picks. We'll, yeah, we'll probably grade the draft. We don't we don't have that kind of foresight. But um, we do have one more topic to talk about the NFL, and it's a more serious topic because, well. You wanna you wanna open this one up, Bryce? Because I don't really know all the details. So There's a lot really of details that I haven't been released, it. but um. So Tyreek Hill, for those of you that haven't been keeping up with this case, um, he had allegedly broken his son's arm. And, like intent, like he was it was child abuse, and then. So he, they were questioned by police earlier this week, and they decided there wasn't enough evidence to press charges. That was it. Um, a lot of people weren't satisfied with that because I feel uh, they were just, it just, I don't know. But uh, anyways, um, on Thursday, there was an audio recording released where... Uh, Tyreek Hill and his fiance were talking on the file and to sum it up because there's a lot of uh, really bad shit said in this the the kid said that uh, pretty much that uh, daddy did it in this cage which the kid's referring to Tyreek Hill and like the kid's terrified of him that's what his fiance says to him. And then Hill responds saying, you need to be terrified of me too, bitch. And yeah. That's bad. That's very bad. Very bad. And, um, honestly, it's, it's a lot of dark shit. And the Chiefs have suspended him indefinitely. I don't know if that's just going to be for the offseason or until they figure out what the hell to do with him. Frankly, I just hope they kick him out of the NFL because... I don't know, man. I don't know if they'll do that. But, I mean, it's just another... It's a bad case. The NFL normally doesn't handle these well. But I'll see. We'll have to see what they do because they have to do something. They can't just sweep that one under the rug. So. No, that's that's a big one to sweep under the rug. You know, they. I mean, if there's nobody they're good at it's sweeping abuse under the rug. But no, not with a player like that because everyone everyone has eyes on it. They can't sweep that one under the rug. Yes, I, I certainly hope not. At least. Um, We've bagged on the NFL before for having a lack of credibility and... Or accountability, really. Credibility, accountability, anything like that. The NFL just does not have it. They don't care for it. I would certainly hope that this time it's not that in that case because we're talking about a three-year-old kid here. I mean, I mean that might be even... That's on the same level or worse, really, than a lot of the normal cases... It's, 
Oh, man. I'm going to fill ass to do something. I got to get this one right, and they can't mess this one up. People go to jail for that, man. Yeah, people go to jail for years for that sort of thing. So you got to get this right. So if they're not going to do anything about it and let him just keep making his millions, there's something wrong here. And I think it starts at the top with Goodell. Because he should be, as the commissioner, he should be the one with the most accountability, not the least. But maybe that's just how I'm seeing things. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm seeing this the wrong way, about Goodell. But I like to think I'm not. I like to think I'm a reasonable human being most of the time. And I like to think that uh, abusers shouldn't be playing in the NFL. But uh, what do I know? I, I'm just a college kid that does a podcast. All right, you want to move on to the NBA? Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on to a slightly happier topic. So, um, the NBA is still in the playoffs, obviously. And of the eight opening series, I believe six of them are finished, and the other two can be done by Saturday night, whenever the... It can be. We're going to talk about this. Yeah. So um, the two series in question right now are the Warriors and the Clippers. The Warriors are up three games to two right now. This game could be. Di- this series could be done by the time you're listening to this because Friday at ten, this game's going on. But uh, we won't talk about that because this series could be over by the time you're going. You're listening, and you'll you'll already have known what's going on. But uh, the series that will be done Saturday night, uh, Nuggets and Spurs, three games to three. Game seven, Saturday night, 10 Eastern time. Again, not too much to talk about there because the series is still going on. But in the Eastern Conference, everything's set in stone already. We had two sweeps and two five-game series, so pretty cut and dry there. Uh, we'll start with the first one. The Bucks swept the Pistons very handily for the most part. Actually, yeah, no, every game was by more than 15 points. Yeah, we can just move on from that one. That was expected. <laughs> that, what Giannis did to the Pistons, um, what, what this Bucks team did to the Pistons is a crime in some countries. But um, a series that was slightly more interesting. Uh, the Raptors beat the Magic in five games. Um, you know, people were saying this series was going to be uh, kind of interesting after the Magic stole game one. And then no. gentlemen sweep the rest of the way. Uh, the third-seeded Philadelphia 76ers beat the Nets in five games again was supposed to be kind of interesting because the Nets beat the Sixers kind of handily in game one. And then the next game, the Sixers put up 145 on the Nets. Yeah, I mean, it was over after that. Yeah. I mean, there was no team scored less than 100 points this series. So, you know, the Nets, they at least put up a fight, but... Jeez, that was, that was rough. Uh, and the four-seeded Celtics swept the fifth-seeded Pacers. 
I mean, that was kind of to be expected. Well, not necessarily a sweep per se, but uh, not maybe a sweep, but like there was no way Pacers rolled in that one. Yeah, I think I, I think I knew that this series was going to be done when the Celtics managed to hold them to seventy four points. Obviously, the other games, the Pacers put up more than ninety, but the Celtics put up more in all the games. So nice little sweep there. So with the East all set in stone for the playoffs. We've got the Bucks playing the Celtics and the Raptors playing the Sixers. Uh, Bucks-Celtics start on Sunday at 1, and Raptors-Sixers start Saturday at 7.30. That's something I don't understand because there will have been a game 1 in the second round while there's still a game 7 in the first round going on with uh, Denver-San Antonio. I don't know, this is kind of weird. Uh, any thoughts on these series, Bryce? The next one's coming up? Yeah. I mean, it, I think it'll be business as usual. I don't think anything crazy is going to happen. Yeah, you've got the Bucks and the Raptors moving on, right? Yeah. Which is what I expect. Celtics and seven. That's all I gotta say. Hell no. I don't know if it'll even get to seven. I mean, I'm just saying this is this Celtics team. Aside from Marcus Smart, isn't that good? Alright, well, alright then. You see what the Bucks did to the Pistons? Uh, yeah. That's what you should have been doing to the Pacers, but every game was a scrappy battle. Well, I know a lot of people were saying this about the Bucks last year, and, well... No, this Bucks team is much better. Giannis is much better right now than he was last year. All right, you're not wrong there. I can agree with that. But we also have Kyrie and Hayward back. And they have the best Brooke players Lopez back. and Meritage. Are you going to... They have a deep team, man. They have a deep team. very deep team. And Giannis... Who the hell stopped... Are you going to put Gordon Hayward on Giannis? I don't even fucking know who we're going to put on Giannis. You, you going to put Jalen Brown on Giannis? I don't That's not going to work. You put Kyrie on Giannis, you, you ask know, me to get by 30? That's, Kyrie, Kyrie, I can tell you one thing. Kyrie will not be covering Giannis. I can tell you this. Kevin McHale not walking through that door. Kevin McHale. Oh, my God. <laughs> Defensive specialist Kevin McHale. Danny Ainge ain't walking through well, that door maybe, with Celtics jersey he, on. Yeah. I mean, he might he might wear a Celtics jersey, but he ain't he ain't gotten on the on well. He ain't court. going on the court. No. During the game, anyway. Probably not. Um, I, I hope we don't get that desperate on defense. That we have to put our I general mean, manager on defense. <laughs> that would just might, hurt. Might happen. Man. I like to think that we're not going to put our general manager on defense, but you never know; it could get that bad. If it gets that bad, just I'm pretty sure they'd forfeit the game before it gets that bad. I don't know. Games normally get forfeited like that. You didn't. You didn't forfeit the game. That game two a couple of years ago, and it was like seventy to like thirty-five at halftime. You know, I I just hope it doesn't get that it, bad at home. By yeah, the way, mm, mm-hmm. that was at home, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it absolutely was. 
That wasn't a fun one. <laughs> bro, listen, bro, that, that Cavs team didn't care where they were playing. <laughs> no, they did not. No, they didn't care. All right. Bro, that, that was really the end of IT's career. Oh my god, it was. Really, oh yeah, that was it. it After that, it was over. He hasn't been. He hasn't been relevant since that season, or that game that he. Yeah, that's that's it. That was it. Well. Hmm. All right. Well, let's move on to the West because we've been talking about the East a lot, and uh, you know, there's some stuff to talk about here in the West, like uh, the Portland Trailblazers beating the Thunder in five games. Um, how disrespectful was it that Lillard took the 37-foot buzzer beater? Listen, that was the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen in my life. I, I can't believe it still. It happened a couple of days ago. I still, I'm still in shock. Yeah, that was three days ago, I, and it's, it's still fresh in my mind. Yeah, it's... That's something that is going to haunt OKC fans till they win a title, which I don't even it's, know when that'll be. <laughs> they're not really in a championship no, contending. Yeah, all I hear is, oh, Presty's a genius. Oh, Presty's so good. Big, big Presty. What's he done? He traded away two MVPs and kept the worst one. He should have kept K. He should have done everything in his power to keep Kevin Durant. That's what he should have done. They haven't won a road playoff game since he left. That was a long time ago. His contract, in, his contract in Golden State's up this year, and the Thunder still haven't won a road playoff game. <laughs> and they've played the Rockets, the Jazz, and the Blazers. I guess the Rockets won. The Rockets won. I'll, I'll pass because that Thunder team wasn't that great. But the last two years have been inexcusable in OKC. I mean, completely just inexcusable. Like, un- I would be furious. Because like, Westbrook is clearly not... They're not going to win with him. PG, he, I mean, PG was good this year, but you need more help on offense. Because you got PG and Russ taking, like, 45, 50 shots a game. That's just not, you're not going to win. If you have Russ taken more than 10 shots a game or 15 shots a game, you're not going to win the game. Probably He'll not. shoot you out. Yeah. He'll shoot you out of it. So you got to get someone else to take the offensive pressure off of Russ. Like somebody who can make their own shot at the two or four or even the five. I mean, there's not a lot of fires that can make their own shots, but. You know, you need a shot creator somewhere on the floor with Russ and PG. All right, and the other series that's completed: the Rockets beat the Jazz in five. I was expected. Yeah, this was they they did this pretty handily. I mean, you had the Jazz. I did have the. What what was wrong with you? What 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 made you think that? You know, uh, ask me. When did we make our brackets? Eight days ago? I don't know. Something like that. I, you think I can remember what I was thinking eight days ago? Probably not. 
I mean, you did have the Blazers, and I, I did have the I Blazers, you, and I got ruthlessly mocked you, for picking the Blazers, but yeah, but that okay, but that was a bad. It was I'm, I'm be PG here. It was a bad pick. I mean, you, I mean, it was right, so you won't hear that story. But it was a bad pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these bad picks they cancel out like PEMDAS. Yeah, yeah, that's PEMDAS. That's how it works. All right. Well, and the other two aren't done yet. So. The other two aren't done yet, so we'll... I'm surprised the Warriors haven't cleaned up yet. Yeah, I would have thought the Warriors cleaned up. Uh, when did they play? They played two nights ago, and they lost by eight. Yeah, I mean they'll probably win tonight. I'd say. I don't know. I'll, I'll probably be drunk while they're playing, so I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? I don't know. I really don't know. All right, whatever. But you said it, not me. So. Fair enough. I did. I'll, I'll take. I'll take that. Uh, yeah. So that'll do it for episode thirty-seven of I'm Walking Here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWH Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at ENMCusick, spelled C U S I C K. You can follow Bryce on Twitter at It's Briz I T S B R I Z Z. And that'll just about do it. Have a good night, and thank you for listening. <laughs>